When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Oscars are Sunday, and we're here for it. It's the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Uh, so if you just joined us, we were going through the list of Oscar nominees, and our producer Mike has so kindly put together a ballot for us. And we are going through and picking. Um, we're looking at odds, Vegas odds, and then also our favorites. Yeah, and kind of like figuring out where they land and whoever gets the most right. Although, I don't know, on this, based on how we're doing this, we all might win. Um, I'm so, changing my actress in a supporting role to Angela Bassett. By Angela the way. Bassett. Yeah, okay. because Carrie Condon from The Banshees. I just, I, yep, I think she's fantastic, but, you know, I think they're going to give it to Angela. Well, and also we are about six of uh, the top ten through, or at least of the awards that you picked out for us to bet on. Mm-hmm. Um, we're about six through. So what else do we have left? Well, the Mike? one I definitely, we, we kind of flipped right past it, but this one is not going to be much of a race, or at least shouldn't be. You guys can go the way you want to go, obviously, but to the Best Supporting Actor one. Um, yeah, it is K. Hui Kwan like running away with it. Yeah. Minus two thousand to win. Barry Kogan would be next at uh, plus fourteen hundred. Okay, so, so Brendan Gleeson not really in the running for that. Plus eighteen hundred, also from the Banshees of Inisherin. Yes, that is uh, they're, they're the second and third favorites okay. when you're looking at the betting odds. But uh, what not are you really gonna do? I'm going to do Ki Hui Kwan. All right, same. Okay. All right. Uh, Next up, we've got actress in a leading role. That's one we kind of tease uh, there. But uh, when it comes to the odds for that one, this should be a good battle because you've got uh, Michelle Yeoh sitting at uh, minus 180. And then Kate Blanchett there is at uh, plus 125. Gosh. So it's really between uh, Andrea Riseborough is next. She's plus 3000, which means it's just not going to happen for her. Oh. I want. I, I'm gonna go with Michelle Yeoh, even though I'm seeing that movie this weekend. But I just feel like it, she's fantastic. The buzz and her previous accolades up to this point say <laughs> that she's the favorite. I read a review of Tar that was not great, okay. and I really trust this. You know, well, I just yeah. find that I have similar tastes as this um, reviewer. So, sure. um, yeah, I'm gonna pick Michelle Yeoh as well. Same with me. All okay. Right. And then we've got Best Actor coming up next. Uh, the big running or the big matchup between this one is uh, it's a fight between Brendan Fraser and Austin Butler. Those are I, the two. Fraser is uh, minus 160 and Butler is plus 105, which is pretty. I mean, it could go either way. I feel like Brendan. It's the Oscars and they are um, more um, not commercial, but more artistic. And I think that they would appreciate 
Brendan Fraser's performance in The Whale more. It's hard because in this, and I think you're absolutely right, but also one of the things I've noticed about the Oscars is that they reward a biopic. An actor who takes on a role, an iconic character. Ooh, so you're going to go with Austin Butler? No, I don't want to go with Austin Butler. Well. Have you seen The Whale? No. Oh, my gosh. Have you, Mike? No, I've not. Oh. So you're going to go with Brendan? Yes. Okay, well, and you, yeah. So good. All right, I'm going to go with that. Even though I think if I were to not pick him. We'll pick Austin Butler then. No, you just want me to lose because then I I won't get a prize. (laughs) I'm going to go with the odds as well. I'm going to go that route. Um, Finally, we've got two more left, director and best picture. The director is, uh, it's very heavily in favor of everything, everywhere, all at once. Daniel Kwan and uh, Daniel uh, Scheinert is uh, the two that uh, directed that one minus uh, 1800. So again, if that wins, you basically have to bet $1,800 to win a hundred. That tells you how big a favorite. And didn't they, are. they just mm, pass uh, the milestone this movie did with the King, the return of the King, like in most awards won. Oh, oh maybe. Okay. Oh, wow. Really? I think I saw that headline today. So oh, I just feel like. With the Independent Spirit Awards or maybe, something. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Steven Spielberg would be next uh, with the Fablemans at plus 850. Not I just feel like worth it. Every, oh, okay. That movie nope. is not as good Bond as I don't think it should man. be on this list. Hardly all right. at all. It was okay, but it wasn't anything that special. So I, I'm going to go with the Daniels. Okay. And uh, finally, we got Best Picture. Now, one interesting fact I heard earlier today on one of the uh, other shows that forty uh, percent of the time, the Golden Globe is the best nom- or is the best um, indicator of who's going to win the Oscar. Oh, and the Golden Globe went to uh, the uh, went to which everything. One? No, it went to the Fablemans actually. Ooh. Oh, that's right. So the Fable, but here's the thing: no. the Fablemans has as likely of a chance to win Best Picture as Top Gun Maverick does. According to the Vegas odds. And we're not hearing anything about All Quiet because I keep hearing about oh. that as a sleeper. All Quiet is third in the running. It is kind of a long shot at plus 1,400. <laughs> it is basically everything, everywhere, all at once, minus 700. And then the Banshees of Inisherin is the next most likely at plus 11. I feel like we got to take some chances, don't we? No? Okay. Well, you guys can take the chances. No. I'll just take the sourdough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Because I always feel like best picture, it's like, well, you never know what they're going to do. Um Hmm. Oh, the odds say everything. What, what about Banshees? What did they say about Banshees? They're second, plus eleven hundred. I'm going to go with Banshees. Okay, cool. And I know that that's kind of risky, but I'm uh, because everything, everywhere, you know. If it ends up being all quiet, you're going to be so mad because I, you want that to win I everything because you love it. I know, and but, but it I'm going to go for all best, quiet. Um, okay, just, just, film just or, to yeah. take a chance. All right, you're going to go with all quiet. Yeah. for me. Yeah. Okay, you're going to watch it just for you. Yeah, it's on Netflix. I think. Okay, I'll watch it. Okay, all right. All right, we got our picks in. So, um, ladies and gentlemen of the Academy, if you would like to play the home game or if you do play the home game, feel free to join the conversation and tell us how well you did when we return for this conversation at the very same place on Monday. Mm -hmm. I'm sure we'll talk about this at a similar time. At length. At length. Okay, so um, what we were going to talk about here are the cringiest Oscar jokes by hosts and presenters. This was a list I found on Cracked.com, and they also had audio clips with it. We don't have time to get through all of them, or maybe we can just sprinkle them in throughout the rest of the show here. I'd like to start with one. Um, Chevy Chase, at the time, this is 1988, and he was hosting the show, 
And he um, there was also a writer's strike going on. And he kind of made fun of the fact that the writers were on strike, which isn't very cool. If you want to take a listen here, here's Chevy Chase from 1988. No, by now there is a writer's strike. So just so you understand, none of this material has been written by me, a guild member, or any other writer, unless done so before and in anticipation of a pending strike. In fact, my entire monologue was generously donated by five Teamsters. <laughs> that one got a laugh. Tonight, we've got a great lineup of presenters who don't need the written word to express themselves out here. And in, just in case they do, remember, there may be a writer's strike, but there is not a reader's strike. <laughs> Right. That's why they got a very poor laugh. Like right, reading and writing. Like they can write it, but um, yeah. you know, right. you can read things. It's it's not funny. That's why it's hard yeah. to explain. Um, okay. Well, let's go to um, this year drove me insane. This is, if you remember in 2011, James Franco and Anne Hathaway hosted and it was just. It was a lot. I was punching the wall because there were such deep pauses in between their bits that it was like, this feels like five hours, but it's been four minutes. They, it was just so painful, but uh, here's the end of their beginning. Well, it's the beginning monologue, but here's a part of their bit involving lesbians. Uh, what? All right. It's been such a great year for big studio pictures, tiny independent films. And it's been a great year for lesbians. That's right. Not just in general, but in movies. The kids are all right. Lesbians. Black Swan. Dancing lesbians. Toy Story 3. Where's the dad? <laughs> I mean, it's okay, weak. great. I okay. hope there's I hope there's no Adele disease in this this particular experience. Um, no, but we will uh, sprinkle in a couple more of these throughout the rest of the show. Fabulous! So we got to run because when we come back, it's Bikini at one fifteen. What does that mean? <laughs> Find out right here on My Talk one zero seven one. Bye. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my friends at Little Blind Spot and Hunter Douglas with huge savings for 2023. If ever there was a time to visit the Little Blind Spot showroom, that time is here. Right now, select Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades qualify for a U.S. federal tax credit of 30% off the purchase value, up to $1,200. That's right, I said $1,200. Hunter Douglas Honeycomb Shades are designed to conserve energy at the window in any season. They trap heat inside the honeycomb fabrics during the winter months and keep cool air inside your home in summer. It's like they were made for Minnesotans. Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades are available in many fabrics, including light filtering, room darkening, and blackout shading options. Visit the Little Blind Spot showroom in downtown Hopkins today for help from the best experts in the business. Or you can visit them online at littleblindspot.com. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Sing it with me. The Little Blind Spot. We're big on service. Hey, it's Jace. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, yes. Virgin Bloody Mary right about now. Oh, my goodness. Like a big sausage stick in it. Okay. Well, I don't have that for you, but I do have a show called The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Are you interested? I am. Okay. I'll it's on a great up. station called My Talk 1071. What's that? I've never heard of it. Well, that. it's an entertainment talk station, kind of like E! News, except on the radio. Oh, okay. And we're on it right now. Wow! So, last week <laughs> and the week before, we did Peen at 115. <laughs> and they were stories about wieners. wieners okay now i found this story that i wanted to get your take on um and this segment is going to be called bikini 
right. What's this bikini story? Okay. Do you mean like bikini? Uh, like bikinis. So um, this is a story out of Berlin. Oh, I would like to go there. I would like to go to there. I sure would as well. I've never been to Germany. But uh, women in Berlin will soon be allowed to go topless at the city's public swimming pools. Oh. Like men, the Berlin's, Berlin, <laughs> Berlin state government said on Thursday. So these rules allow everybody to go swimming without covering their torsos because they want to make it. You know, even um, there was a discrimination complaint by a woman who was not allowed to go topless in a swimming pool in the capital. Um, now, it was sort of like, you know, overall, women have been doing this, but then they'll get kicked out, things like that. Mm. But they decided to just go with this. Well, don't Europeans love to go topless anyway? <laughs> they do. I mean, or is that just the French? Maybe that's just our perception, but yeah. it's way more accepted. Like, it's not a big deal, uh, especially for French people. I had a French foreign exchange student oh, no. boyfriend in college. Was he topless? David. No, David would sh- was showing me pictures one day of um, his friends. Yeah. And some of them were at the beach. And I was like, he's like, this is my sister. And I'm like, oh, it's like his topless sister. And then with her friend and some guy. But I'm like, oh, my God. And then he's like, what? You know, and then it was just like, it's fine. It's okay. It's okay. And I'm like, okay, as long as you say it's okay. He's like, people, they do this all the time. This is not a big deal. You know, and so I'm like, all right, Dave, Davi. Um, So I know for sure. But yeah, I think just in general, it's more accepted. Well, and I think it's becoming more accepted here, too, in different places, depending on where you are. I mean, honestly, I have always thought it's like absurd. I get why. But like, it just seems rather random that boobs are somehow more inappropriate than my my breasts. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. And it's always like, why do. Oh, so if you just have the nipple covered, then it's. Not okay. a boob anymore. Well, yeah, because like we, I swear at Pride this year, did you notice there were a lot of like oh, topless yeah. people, but right. with, um, I'm thinking of like when we were in the parade, yeah, we'd go parade. by and I'm like, I'm pretty sure those people aren't wearing uh, tops and it, they just had nipples covered. Well, or they were painted. They just yeah. had body paint on. I'm yeah. like, oh, that's such a pretty flag on your chest, ma'am. You know? Yeah. Um. So I just wanted to sort of talk about. So, I just I had this funny image. This? Okay, so my since there are quite a few um, lawmakers that are male, yeah. I just had this funny image of them passing this really quickly. Oh of yeah, them being like, oh sure, if they want to go, t- sure, let's just go ahead and pop. Yeah, they I, all yeah. voted yeah. Yeah, especially sure. since the pool was by the Capitol. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, you mean I can just... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP. UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Go sit down there and eat my lunch and enjoy topless women. But still, like they're all just going to go out and be like, hey, let's all go to lunch at the pool. (laughs) (laughs) You just see boobies. (laughs) Excuse me, DOS boobies. I'm pretty sure that was a film. <laughs> oh, like Das Boot? Yeah. Okay, so I was just thinking about this and how I don't know if we're ever going to be able to get to this place in the United States of America. No, in America, you can't be topless, but you can literally open your phone and look at, you know, hardcore bits uh-huh. and pieces. Oh, yeah. I mean... It's a little, little bizarre. It is bizarre. Yeah. You can, I mean, on the flight... We were on a flight. I think I've told this story. Um, I believe it was. Yeah, it wasn't. We weren't going to Europe yet, but we were just on our flights on the way. And this woman <laughs> that was just catty corner from us. Oh, yeah, I think you had told her phone story. open and she was just scrolling for through all of her nudes. But they I mean, they were like we everybody could see it. It wasn't like she was hiding it. Oh she God. had her phone out like kind of up. And MC was like like kind of kicked me and he was like, like hey look at that she's looking at her own tatas <laughs> and i'm like what and he's like oh god that's more than that and i was like <gasps> and then it was and like you could see like how close was she well she was just in the aisle next to us except up one it, she was across the aisle and up one yeah. so it was a perfect view oh, for us to see what she but she had it out like anybody well, then you feel in the like aisle. you feel you know like weird i'm a voyeur looking. yeah like you're looking but you're like ma'am put your put your i i mean there's no way away. that she didn't want people to see that yeah you know what i mean i think that she wanted people to see it and that's fine if it's somebody's but on an airplane it's a little i i, I get a little I, I get a little red-faced when like you're watching a movie on the thing and all of a sudden Something shows up and you're like, oh my God, people can just, if there's boobs. Yeah, like if I'm on the treadmill and like I'm watching some show and yeah. I'm like, uh-oh, nudity. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, I just thought, I don't know if I would feel comfortable just because our society is not used to this and people make such a big deal about boobs that it's the guy, the creepy guys that would be bad you know i'd be like oh i just don't feel safe i don't feel safe doing this because lecherous people you mean you wouldn't feel safe being topless at the beach that's right like i just think lecherous people would ruin it for everybody no i get it and and you know they're always going to be lecherous people and they're always gonna i think it's less lecherous and however you say that in german i would love to know lecherous i'll find it (laughs) less lecherous because it's they're just accustomed to seeing this, you know. Mike, what do you think about topless women? Um, I'm a fan. <laughs> <laughs> the most honest answer. <laughs> no, I think it's exactly what Bradley said. Like, I don't understand why it's such a big deal. When it is. Yeah, it's not. So uh, but, it shouldn't um, be a big deal, especially like, oh, don't guile. even get me guile. Guile. It's not as fun as English. English somehow ended up with the better version. Usually okay, the German letrous. is yeah. more exciting. Yeah. So I just think, and the whole, like, I'm not even going to 
just do not even talk to me about people who want people to cover up that are breastfeeding. I'm like, oh, um, no, no, no. please no. get over yourself. If you're going to sexualize that, that's your issue, not the woman who's breastfeeding in public. Yeah. Anyway, I, there are bigger fish to fry because there was something I think recently. Uh, was it about people being topless here? In the, I, I would have to look it up, but there was some conversation about people being topless. And I'm like, I don't think it's going to be like you're going to show up at the park on Sunday and like. 50 billion bazooms are going to be out and about, you know, like it's just going to be like <laughs> one big Benny Hill taking. sketch. Like, like there's plenty of places <laughs> to find boobs online. Well, again, yeah. Like for the people that are going to be distracted by boobs, they're not just going to like go to the park yeah. to watch the boobs. There's literally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's go to the park. <laughs> but hey, look, if boobs is in your future, book a trip to germany that's right Go all to right public pool hey when we come back from bikini at 115 to food at 130 we're gonna taste some interesting food items when we return <laughs> hey my talkers bradley here for my good friends at hero Hero Home Services has been keeping Twin Cities homes warm and cozy for over 100 years. I bet your furnace is getting in the work this year. Why? Well, because it's the third winter in one year we've had. And this time of year, keeping that home warm is near the top of everyone's list. So if you don't have any heat, obviously, if there's an emergency, I want you to call Hero. They'll come out, get your heat back on as quickly as they can so that you and your family are safe. But maybe, maybe you're having some long-term heating issues or you just got questions about how to be more energy efficient with your furnace, heat pump, uh, water heater, whatever, whatever it is. I want you, boiler, all them different kinds of heat. Whatever the issue is, I want you to call the team at Hero because they will come out solve the problem, get you back on track, and keep you warm and cozy all winter long. And if you do have them out for a repair, uh, don't forget to mention my talk because you'll get $57 off your next repair. Call Hero.com today. Chan has some dinner. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on my talk, 1071, Everything Entertainment. Hi. Oh, my gosh. It's Friday. Thank you for joining us. Um, we've gotten through part of the snow, and uh, now it's time for food porn. Food porn. Hey, now. All right, Dawn. <laughs> Okay. Let me whip out do you what we're tell, trying to do. Do you want to tell people what was supposed to happen today? Yeah. Okay, it's okay. We can just... Technology got the better of us today because I went online this morning to order up our selection for Food Porn Friday, which really was going to be... What? Oh, nothing. I was wondering. No. Okay. No, I canceled that. Okay. I Because our regularly scheduled food porn didn't arrive today because of a technical malfunction. I had ordered the KFC Double Down okay. for us so to it's try. It's not coming. Yeah. It's not coming because uh, the outfit that delivers it sent me a message, unbeknownst to me, mm. that uh, our order could not be placed. So hopefully next week we can get that to work. Yeah. Because I do want to try the KFC Double Down. And I uh, remind me what that is again. Yeah, so the KFC Double Down has already been around uh, and left, and now it's come back. And it's simply two deep-fried breasts of chicken that uh, your your face is not an excited one right now. It's fine. Go on. That two. serve as the bun. 
Okay. For some cheese and bacon and sauce. So it's like the chicken is the bun. There is no bun. Oh, I thought there was chicken inside the two chicken buns. No. I thought it was like chicken, chicken, chicken. <laughs> well, then it would just be three chickens. <laughs> I know. But and I thought like, that's so is much there chicken. chicken in the chicken? There's so much chicken. Well, there is a lot of chicken. It's two chickens. I kind of wore myself out chicken. on chicken. Do you ever do that? Chicken. I, I wore I myself out on language. salmon, no. like a protein. Nope. I'm like, I ate too much salmon for like three months, and now I can't have it again for fried a year. Fried chicken. When have you ever had too much fried chicken? Not fried, just chicken in general. Like, I'm already out yeah. on chicken for a while. I don't speak that language. Okay. I will say we. I make two chickens every week. Mm-hmm. I like roast chicken. Okay. I like fried chicken. MC I has like chicken, chicken every day. Stir fry. It's the same meal. Chicken breasts boiled. Yeah, or... No, I mean, it's chicken. It's fried chicken. It's fried chicken. <laughs> just chicken. I like fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> it is just. I, I'm oh feeling that. Oh my god! That. I love I'm it. I'm feeling it, man. Because chicken, I love chicken. Anyway, no, I don't. But I get what you're saying. You do get used to I things. But that's not what on, we're doing today. Get, no, no, no. We're because not. today we have something else. We, we go to our secret box that you, dear listeners, fill. You fill our box full with all sorts of tasty uh, nib- nibbles. Uh-oh. And, this, whole, um, this whole paragraph is questionable. <laughs> you listeners, you fill our box with nibbles. Tasty nibbles. Okay, well. And one listener, we've got, we had a few options to choose from. It's our emergency box. What? <laughs> what? Um, I opened up our emergency box. How old is this? This one, frankly, expired Nope, it expires in June. Oh, great. So we're still within the expiration date. I don't remember, dear listeners, who donated this to our box, but... (laughs) You know what? You can use this. I'll give you a hint at what it is. You can use this as a St. Patrick's Day cat wig. (laughs) Please find a cat and put it on its head, although I think the cat would not be interested. What Dawn is referring to is our Food Porn Friday treat today. Or foam insulation. Cotton candy. Not foam, but but not any cotton candy. Flavored cotton candy. And not any flavor. Cotton candy. Pickle. Pickle. That's right. Pickle. Salted pickle. Oh, I no, mean, it's just pickle. Pickle cotton candy. cotton candy. So now, Dawn and Mike and mm-hmm. myself have a serving from a tub. Take a big huff of the pickle cotton candy, please. Wow. What does it smell like? Well, far away it smells like sugar, but up close it smells like pickles. It does smell like dill pinkle. You know, I think this is going to be good because I like salty and sweet things. Okay. You know, like a caramel salted pretzel taste. Okay. Do you want to stick it in your pie hole or your pickle hole? Okay, so now I'm going to put this (laughs) in my Mm. pickle hole. (laughs) All right, let's let's put it in our pickle holes, kids. Okay, here I go. All right, she's putting it in there. Mike, I, I can you see you. Oh, I know you don't oh, like. Oh, oh, oh. Mm, <laughs> oh no! no. I, I Do love, it, Mike. I love pickle flavored things, but I don't like cotton candy. So let's see how this goes. Oh God, Mike! Oh no! <laughs> oh, no. Okay, tell me about it. I'm going to do it. Okay, you. okay. Um, tell. Well, you think? Oh, it's going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> you know that shiver? <laughs> that shiver you get up your spine when you bite like a glove. <laughs> I just got that. You guys that. undersold that. <laughs> That's oh really God. bad. <laughs> oh my God, you're such a baby. What are you doing? Ooh. They just it's even let it, it on his tongue and he suck his tongue out. I'm like, going to do it again. Yeah. Because I want to tell you what it tastes like. It was so vile. It is vile. Because you think instantly 
Like, well, oh, now I the like back the end is sweet. Mm-hmm. I the know. front, the pickle front end. Mm-hmm. No, the front end of this pickle, not it's sweet. Not good. It's like barnyard. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Put it. Put it okay, on your tongue. And think of barnyard. <laughs> or not barn. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> it's not barnyard. <laughs> but it's like. It's vileness. Mm-hmm. Vileness. But you got if you, you let word. if you let it sit on your tongue, it'll turn into sweet. We can't just say a word because that's the, pickle, the same the same the, as gross. We the have pickle to pick, essence will okay. I'm going to try dissipate. So it like it it's shockingly mm. wrong. And then if you let it sit, it'll turn it sweet. I know it's that first initial what is taste. That? It's not pickle poop. <laughs> no, it's not poop. <laughs> it's not poop. What is it, Mike? You're the I can't. I don't. You worked in a restaurant. The nice thing, it doesn't last long. It, the taste goes away the, very quickly. The second hand, like the the back end, is really sweet. Let me just let me just try this again. Okay. Uh huh. We're doing pickle. Mm. What is it? It's like. Mm. Okay. The problem is, is that it goes like, away so soon you can't yeah. place it. It's almost like like couch. <laughs> <laughs> something like something inanimate. Who is gnawing on a couch? I mean, it's kind I mean, of like the foam. Like so, you know that when you you're wearing gloves and you take them off with uh, your teeth and oh. you get like that shiver because you bit that like glove taste. <gasps> it tastes like glove. Yeah, like glove or like like electric glove. Yeah, electric glove. Well, I'm just mm. saying, there's like it's electric, right? Ew, well, the problem is, is you can't place it. It's like a sneaky <laughs> ghost that just appears and then yeah. disappears. And then it, it goes like. <sighs> And then you it's go, like, eh. It's like if you're somebody just, just ran by and farted. <laughs> no, like somebody tooted in your mouth. But it's not a toot. It's like a... If you smell it, it smells like hospital robe. Hospital oh. robe. Okay, yeah. we've gone, just to be clear, <laughs> we're doing pickle cotton sniff. candy and we're getting everything from electric, couch, glove, electric glove, barnyard. hospital robe. You like lick it and then smell it? Okay. Lick it and then smell where you just the licked. The smell is not as bad it as that. feels like the hospital robe. But I feel like I'm touching <laughs> so, like a battery or something. So it tastes like acidic? Do it again, Dawn. Let it sit, linger. Just let it hover on your tongue. And then tell me what you taste. First thing, what do you taste? You have to kind of breathe oh. in, suck the oh air. Oh, God, somebody's been smoking <laughs> grandma's car. It's really no, it's like grandma's it's nylons. Grandma's nylons. Like you just huffed grandma's nylons after she smoked like a pack of oh. parliaments. I just, I just like wet my lips and then put my lips around it. And it felt like I was eating the back of my cat. <laughs> It was so like the cat's saying, hair. So you're saying cat's ass. <laughs> exactly. <Okay. laughs> That's what I would describe it as. Ew. Oh. Yeah. And Again, people are probably thinking, why like are you still doing it over and over? Because we torture. have a segment we have to fill. No, it's like an electric pantyhose. <laughs> cat behind. Cat. <laughs> cat ass. <laughs> This is not the the cat's ass in a good way. But we are fascinated. Normally, when things are vile like this... You just can't place it. You just, like, run away. Like, the first time I tasted it, I spit it out because... But then, I wanted to go back because I'm trying to place the flavor. It has absolutely nothing to do with pickle. The only pickle part of this experience is the, the smell. Like, when you huff it. And I think that's where... so. Seriously, like let's get serious. And then, and then, I think the reason we keep putting it in our mouth is that there's sugar happening, and so our tongue is like getting 
excited. excited about the sugar. But I think you're right about it being electric or something like a wire. There's something about the taste. Yeah. When you put it, when you're smelling through your mouth, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like when you put the you food get, in, yep. you not just smell it from the outside, but in your, and my nose is confused. I think it's my like COVID nose because I have, you know. Well, COVID then nose. we all do because I think we're all on the same track here. But it does have some type of like a, a wire, like a burnt wire. You know yeah, what I mean? Burnt. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I, Maybe it's Bernie. Sense? Yeah, you were saying. It's weird. It's should, like we a, have, should I go get like Grant yes. or somebody else to just He might be able to describe right. it. Because we've got a couple minutes. But you know what? Is somebody going to yell at us? Is Lo- Julia? Oh, Lori's not here. It's okay. Yeah. I watched Grant eat this. I don't know if he's going to come in and talk about it. He might be in the bathroom right now because oh, he, he took a little piece you. as we were as I was walking in by him, space. and he hated it. Yeah, he hated it. Well, he's going to hate it some more. I don't think he's out there. I think oh, okay. we're looking for somebody else. Okay. Yeah, that's just really well, Maybe bad. we can... Oof. It's really... I wish almost that I didn't see it. Like, I would have been blindfolded if somebody sure. would have said, what is this? And then I would think that somebody... Okay, shaved, we have Q, our social media mouth. manager in here. So now, what's... Let's turn on his mic. It's on. Okay. So I brought Q in. Hi, Q. Hi. Now, before you put this in your mouth, it's pickle cotton candy, but we need you... You're just going to put it on your tongue, let the flavor savor, eat it. and eat it. And, and then tell you're going to tell us why, what you think it tastes like. Yeah. We can't place it. I will preface that I don't love pickles. Well, okay. So we'll I'm not concerned goes. about your feelings like about a, pickles. A okay. dolls. So now he put it in his mouth. <laughs> what did that taste what like to it? you? Is it like... it? Okay. It tastes like... Some Windex or something. <laughs> okay. You know when you're like cleaning a mirror? Yeah. You get a little like backsplash in your face? We were like, it's a couch, it's, it's a robe, it's a... Like cleaning Electrical. Supplies. Electrical. We had everything from like, cat's ass to... <laughs> yeah. It's like um, sweet bleach. Try a little bit more. Sweet bleach. Oh, sweet bleach. That's my... Sweet bleach sounds absolutely vile. But yeah. isn't there like, there's a weird flavor we cannot place. A it's chemical, not pickle. Like a chemical taste. Yeah. Yeah. It's very chemically... Oh, man. But not in a way that's like, oh, that kind of tastes like fake banana. But it's like weird. Yeah, it doesn't taste like fake pickle. Like your grandma's sedan. You know how Seriously. like you used to the the roof of cars, like the the fabric would hang down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's I had like that. You, it's like you got bored or trapped by a snowstorm and started like peeling it back and eating the the filling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it kind of tastes like the car air freshener. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. All right, so I don't think we solved anything, but Q, thank you for signing off on the mysterious. Thanks for bringing me in here to try this. Yeah, I mean, anytime. You know. He's like, why didn't we video this for social media? <laughs> I didn't think it would be that interesting, honestly. Yeah. But I don't know if I want my reaction on social media to that. Yeah. yeah. But you'll come back next week when we have our KFC Double Down. Hopefully. Oh, yes, please. All right. All right. Well, that um, was fun, kind we, of. Yeah, no, I, I. it was a journey. Mm-hmm. We went on an adventure of uh, the mouth. <laughs> and uh, when we come back, we're going to do an adventure of the ears because, well, John, 
Madonna won't work with a certain kind of person. And you're going to tell us who it is. And it's kind of an odd one, but we'll figure it out when we return right here on My Talk 1071. Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Uh, that aftertaste is not good, Mike. Oh, it's bad. It's, it's really real bad. bad. Bradley just uh, brought me something to drive away the aftertaste of pickle cotton candy. Um, you can listen to that segment if you missed it uh, of our food porn segment in the second hour of the podcast. It'll be up after the show. So oh, we have a, a little story. chocolate was delivered to me as well. Lovely. Oh, a little chocolate. Oh, that's so nice. Um, so Madonna won't work with a certain type of person. What are you laughing at? That comment. Oh, okay. Grant said it tasted like sweat. Sweat. Okay. Yeah. Well, I actually read on the back of this just to divert the topic here for a second, back to the dill pickle cotton candy, <laughs> um, sugar, natural flavor, silicone dioxide, Blue number one and yellow number five. Oh, that what is natural really... flavor did they use is the question. Natural flavor. I don't know. I mean, cats behind Yeah, is they a went into flavor. a litter box and they <laughs> said, let's do a scraping. Ew. Okay. Okay. Anyway, that's disgusting. But this was really gross. I put it on our show links page, though, if you want to buy some. <laughs> if you want to torture someone else's mouth. Yeah, go ahead. We that... just had to, I had to go run, get candy for us because... It's just I needed really, to get that flavor out of my mouth. It's, it's so really vile. All right. What were we talking we about? We were talking about uh, Ryan Murphy once encountered Madonna mm. early in his career. And um, it was during a job interview. He once lied to, the, to Madonna about his astrological sign during a job interview because he was warned in advance that she doesn't work with Scorpios. What? <laughs> now, Ryan at the time had reached out um, to... Uh, he was reached out by uh, Lakeshore Entertainment founder Tom Rosenberg about a job that required him to conduct a series of interviews with Madonna for a film. Mm-hmm. So in the elevator ride, he said to him, um, I forgot to ask you, when is your birthday? Yeah. And he said, it, well, it's November 9th. And he goes, oh, are you a Scorpio? And then Ryan Murphy said, yeah. And he goes, you can't tell that to her because she won't hire you. So then, of course, he was confused. He said, what do you mean? And he said, I don't know, just because, just don't say you're a Scorpio. Say you're something else. So sure enough, they met and they had a good time chatting and everything. Mm -hmm. And then she said, hey, when were you born? And he said, I gave my mother's birthday of September 3rd. And she said, oh, a Virgo. Okay. So then he got word by the time they even made it down to the lobby that he was hired. So it was like, great. That was the last question we needed to ask before we would make a decision. You know what's weird about that is she's a Leo and those two are very compatible. They're actually considered like a power couple. Okay, that is what I've read here because I was also doing a little research and it says that, um, uh, you know, they can become best friends. And then but it's also some say they write him off as star-crossed pals. So. Yeah, and, and, and here's the other thing. People always get hung up on the sun sign, and it's not, you're not just your sun sign. Yeah. So to sort of make blanket, like, oh, I don't get along with blanks. Well, maybe as a general rule, but not specifically. And if you were really going to be serious about what, who you pick and choose to work with, you might want to do, like, their full chart, because you might actually have a lot of overlapping things, like maybe you're... Your moon sign, maybe your rising sign, maybe, you know, you've got different houses and planets that 
are compatible. Right, because that has to do with uh, the time of day and the year you were born exactly. as well. It's not just the actual date and the 365 days in a year. Yeah. So um, David Guetta also said in a 2020 interview with um, some YouTubers that he revealed that he was a Scorpio to Madonna. And he said, suddenly she makes a face and says to me, I'm sorry, we're not going to be able to work together it was a real pleasure getting to know you. Goodbye. Aren't you a Scorpio? No, I'm a I'm a Libra. Oh, Libra. Why did I think Scorpio? Or you mm. have something? Is your rising sign Scorpio? Oh, I forget. I, yeah, we did our star charts, and I don't know a lot about any of the rest of it. I just no, it's fine. I was, oh, that sounds like what's me. weird is we must be on the same page uh, or on the same plane of the mm. universe today because I was having a conversation with Jamie this morning about uh, getting his full chart done because he had a question and I said, well, we should get your full chart done. Yeah. Because you just have to know, know the time of day you were born and the year. Yeah. It's easier. You know, you look at your birth certificate and it says it there. Yeah. Because I was like, Mom, I know a lot when of people, was I born? <laughs> a lot of people don't know and, and I always would forget, but it's right there on your birth certificate. Yes. Anyway, um, okay, that's interesting, but it, I, I'm not surprised that Madonna would be like, there are certain people I don't want to work with and they tend to be these signs, but I don't think I would just be that like, if I would actually be curious, like, is there something else in their chart that would make us compatible? Like, I'm all here for that kind of stuff, if it's meaningful. But to just be like, oh, you're a Taurus. Well, I don't know what kind of Taurus you are. Yeah. You I know wish, what I mean? It just seems kind of like. It seems like I always have this question about, I know that I'm like, you know, a paranormal investigator. And some people are like, uh, that's just that's weird. But what we do is we look at evidence that we collect as far yeah. as like video and voice recordings yeah. that's primarily how we and if it isn't yeah but you don't know what it is it, right yeah, so you're still can, making educated guesses about things right if you get a clear voice that says something else you know that is and it isn't you or responds to you and it's nobody else in the room or if it's just on your recorder and other people are recording that's also weird yeah so there, there's, you know, some science to it. It's pseudoscience, but yeah. I don't understand where astrology comes from. Like all of these things about sure. this, like where, where, what is the origin of making that conclusion? It's a huge, there's, I mean, you should like, I don't know, I would say go digging because I bet you'd find the answer. Yeah. It's like, how do they make, how did they do this and how did they like yeah. gather everybody and do a study back in, you know, I no. don't know. No, but again, like th that doesn't mean there's not an actual explanation. And so maybe, you know, I would say go explore because I don't have all the answers, but I do know that it's based on, you know, it goes, all, you can trace it all the way back and different cultures have different ways of interpreting things. Right. And I don't think, I, you know, it's kind of like, it's just, it's an explanation for something. Right. And just it's like kind dream of, interpretation. Yeah. Right. You know? That's based in, you know, a certain logic. It might not be science in the way that it is taught in school or right. rigorous, you know, scientific approach. Mm -hmm. But I mean, there are a lot of things in our lives that aren't, that we put our, you know, thoughts towards that aren't science-based. Yeah, that's true. So I think that's fine. I was looking for my scarf this morning. Um, my dad's birthday was two days ago mm -hmm. and he's passed away five years ago. Um, actually yesterday. And uh, I, I was just, you know, feeling close to my dad. And he, he does, I feel like, give me little signs here and there that he's there. Yeah. And I had all this, this gear on and I was looking for this scarf that I had just had on. But I took it off to eat my breakfast and I couldn't find it anywhere in the house. Yeah. And so out loud, I was like, Dad, See? Dad, I'm like, help me find the scarf, please. But just somebody... show me where it is. And so then all of a sudden I had a thought in my head. It's around your neck. 
And I looked under my coat and I'm like, oh, thanks. Yeah. So, and, and somebody <laughs> would say that's not science. That's yeah. just, yeah. But does it matter? It didn't matter to me. Right. Because I gave felt you a like feeling. I looked all over. I called my boyfriend. Where is that scarf? It, it was an ordeal. Here's the thing that I understand the world is full of many many questions that have yet to be answered. Like, why would you make pickle cotton candy? And why do we have eyeballs? You know? Yeah. If we started as fish under the sea, how did our eyeballs end up like this? Aliens. I mean, you never know. I'm just saying, there are a lot of questions that have remained to be answered. And here on the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, we're going to find all the answers Mm -hmm. to life's most quixotic problems. Actually, no. What we are going to do, though, when we come back, that got real deep, is talk about what we're doing for the weekend. Speaking of paranormal stuff, Dawn's got some ghosts she's going to be hunting. I'm going to be eating some food. Mike, we don't even know what you're up to, but I bet it involves involves the Oscars, as it'll do for uh, us, as I'm sure many of the listeners. Let us know what you're up to this weekend when we come back right here on My Talk 107.1.